Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a clinical psychologist and medium, and here we discuss life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. I'm excited today to welcome Marla Hughes to the show. Marla has a master's degree in exercise physiology and has worked with children her entire life in many capacities. She lost her son, Dean, two years ago and has been on a spiritual quest to understand her experience. Marla recently found the Interviews with Innocence Project, where she is gathering stories from parents and caregivers about their young children, telling stories about their spiritual experiences, such as memories from heaven, choosing their parents, reincarnation invisible friends and other moments of wonder and awe and today I have Marla back Marla was here a while ago talking about uh, your son and your experience with signs with him but today we're going to talk about your new podcast which hopefully by the time this airs will have just launched and it's called interviews with innocence So I know that you lost Dean only two years ago. Um, This was sort of your journey into spirituality, but how do you feel like you got led in that direction? Well, first of all, thank you for having me back. I really appreciate it. And um, I, after the tragedy of my son, um, I had never really been, I, I thought I was spiritual. I did yoga and, you know, I tried to meditate and all those things that, that we do. But my eyes really, I really woke up after, after this happened. And as you know, from my last interview, um, I'll just start at the very beginning, a few weeks after the tragedy, um, my friend who my very, one of my best friends, who's a medium and very clairvoyant, came to me and shared with me that my son had come to her in the middle of the night, like at two in the morning, and she had gotten up and went into the playroom and just wrote down, wrote down everything that was, um, that was, quote, said, and she didn't know if I was quite ready for it, but a few weeks later, she said to me, I've got something to tell you. And so she read the letter to me, and you can listen to my last um, interview with Amy if you want to hear more about the letter. But one thing that he did say was, Mom, it was my time to go. I had my earthly life, but I have a bigger job to do, and I want us to do it together, and I want you to be a mom to the universe. Let's do this together. And this was so profound for me, but also it was like, ah, okay, I wanted to believe it so badly, and I just took it in. I just, I just stayed with it. Didn't tell anyone. Just read the letter over and over after I got my hands on it. And um, so that just made me started thinking about things. And then I ended up being introduced to a friend of a friend who was a very well-known scientist and had worked with a couple of Nobel Prize winners. And he himself had had a loss in his family. And he had gotten really interested in mediumship, actually. And he and his wife started, started, I don't know, playing around with it is not the right term, but started exploring that journey. And 
they have been helping people, um, just out of the kindness of their hearts, family and friends, um, helping people who have lost, lost others. I didn't know anything about this guy. My friend just said, you should go see him. He lives close to me. And I went and saw he and his wife. And that really changed my course too, because here is this amazingly, amazingly, um, this scientist that that believed and told the story and he brought through just Dean came through right away and the messages he brought were so profound for me and something he said at the end was you know there's a a saying and I think it was Wayne Dyer who said this that the ultimate ignorance is fully rejecting an idea yet refusing to investigate and that just really kind of set me on fire, you know, I thought I'm going to find out what happened to my son and what, what Mm -hmm. is the meaning of life and what is this all about? Because of course my life, it still is, it's, was just horrible. And, um, I also listened to George Anderson's book. I I don't know if that many, he, he was the best well-known medium back then. Um, we don't die. And I immediately set up an appointment with him. I didn't, I didn't even know what a medium was. I had never been to a psychic. I had never really read anything about the afterlife. Um, and so all of these things just kind of started leading me to, to research. And so I began my journey. And I started reading all the books from the scientists in the field, Brian Weiss, Reincarnation, Bruce Grayson, Your Death Experiences, Evan Alexander. You had him on your show a few just recently because I just listened to him today. Um, Gary Zukov um, wrote The Seed of the Soul. And I really dove into those scientific books, but also the metaphysical. And I soon found out that this stuff was great to read about, but I wanted to experience it. I needed to find out for myself. So, And I think that that's the key. Yeah. You having, uh, this is what I always tell people is, as a, as a medium or someone who gives information, you know, when I can connect, it's, po- it's so powerful in the moment, but sometimes you go and doubt it afterwards. Yes. When you have the experience, it becomes irrefutable evidence. Absolutely. And I remember when, when meeting with George Anderson, who's in New York, of course, and this is the way evidential mediums, of course, work. They, they don't even know who you are. They usually don't even know your name. And I... This was so profound, I put it on my phone and I still listen to it. And not only was it an amazing reading, but in the middle of it, he said, you know, it's really strange. He knew he was going to go. Does that make sense to you? And I'm like, no. And he said, pause for a second, as you do. And he said, he says he did not know consciously, but he knew subconsciously. And when he got there, he knew, yeah, I knew this was the plan plan all along. And George just said, let's just leave it at that. That's what he told me. I'll, ne- I'll never, ever forget that. So, so anyway, I started on my journey, and I've done some crazy things. I won't tell you everything, but one is I went to um, Banyan Retreat. It is outside of Kent in the U.K., in this place. It's just so remote. And I went to a, a seance. 
I mean, it, like a real seance, and it was held by Scott Mulligan, who's a very good physical um, medium, and he's becoming a little bit more well-known, and also he does physical mediumship. And I'll never forget that night. It was pouring down rain, and I was walking over in the rain. I had these, like, really cute red rain boots on. (laughs) I don't think I had an umbrella because I never have an umbrella. And I'm walking across from the Holiday Inn Express down the road. It was pitch dark and sloshing through the water. And I looked up at the sky, and I thought to myself, I no one in the in the earthly world has a clue where I am right now. And I just mm-hmm. felt like the universe opened up that moment and just said to me, and this is exactly where you need to be on this journey. You need to go deep within and and do all of these things. It was just really one of these mystical experiences. Um, so anyway, I went to the seance, I began a two-year, which I'm even doing, I'm still doing now, energy healing course in the UK, which I do by Skype, past life regressions. Um, I had the honor to do the Psychomantium um, journey with Dr. Raymond Moody. I got to know him well, and that was such an honor. And I was also, I've also worked with Sonia Rinaldi. I don't know if you've heard of her, Amy. She actually Mm -hmm. channels Nikolai Tesla and she's using vapor now and working with a scientist church in the vapor actually, I mean, I saw it myself where, where people forms of people that you can tell who they are, um, um, develop. She's working a lot with Sandra, um, Sandra Champlain. And um, I'm working with her on a children's book, actually, with her channeling, Nikolai Tesla. And then I have a lot of other things. I have this upcoming, um, next weekend, I'm going to the Science and Non-Duality Workshop, which is all about scientists and mystics coming together and talking about this Hmm. sort of thing. Um, But I was doing all of this, and I kept going back to the stories told through the lens of the very young. I've always been passionate about children ever since... Ever since forever, that there's nothing that makes me happier than laying on a floor with a toddler and looking in their eyes and just wanting to know, where did you come from? What do you know? What can you tell me? I've just always been that way. And um, all of these workshops I went to and all these books I was reading, the things that really touched me were the stories that children told. And in the meantime, I was getting a lot of stories from Dean Beyond the Veil, and such words of wisdom um, from him, and this is all leading up to my podcast, by the way, this, and I also have, have written stories to my children since they were very, very young, and I have journals and journals of them, and I go back and read them, and they're just so, so profound. I mean, not all of them, but you know, they're just so profound. I think that people would love to hear some of that. So So what exactly, so what is this new podcast? Yes. Interview with Innes? Yes. So what the podcast is, um, in my mission, I'll be exploring how the scientific and metaphysical phenomena research illuminates our understanding of children's spirituality and helps us explore the big question, 
are life and love eternal? And how can this knowledge help all of us live more purposeful, meaningful lives? And the show is going to feature experts in the field of children and spirituality, of course, including scientists, philosophers, teachers, yogis, just, just all kinds of people. And what are you finding in your research? Well, I'm. What are some of the interesting pieces? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, two people I've interviewed already. One is Dr. Melvin Morse, and he is a Johns Hopkins trained pediatric surgeon. And he um, actually resuscitated. His journey began when he resuscitated a little girl after she drowned. And as he he tells the story as he resuscitated her, she had her eyes shut, and I mean, she was clinically, clinically gone, and she came back, and the stories she told him were just um, mind-boggling, and not only talking about what exactly happened in the room while they were resuscitating her, and then later she drew a lot of artwork of, uh, artwork of the room, and it was exactly on about what what he ha- what the doctor was doing and the things that were going on in, in the operating room. Um, and at first he thought he was just really interested in her memory because he was a total skeptic, of course, that like, how would, what's this all about? You know, and he was very young at the time he was a resident. And so he, he set up a study, a 10-year t- study at Children's um, Hospital in Seattle where he personally, every child that he resuscitated, which was quite a few, he would then interview them on their experiences. And the stories these children told about what they saw, where they went, the artwork that they drew about their experience, it is, it is some of the most astounding proof I've ever, I've ever heard in my life. So I'm having him on the podcast and he's, he's, now he's into remote viewing. And one thing I will, will say, it's all about the children coming back and talking about lessons of love. Lessons mm. of love. And it's just beautiful. And then I interviewed Carol Bowman. She is a, um, not only a past life regression therapist, but she worked with Ian Stevenson um, with, on children and reincarnation. And she shared stories of children, even two and three years old, that come into this world and start talking with specific details of their past lives. And that was just mind-blowing. She has many, many of them. And her, her journey actually started out because her own son started talking about a past life. And once again, just to show... Um, one of the stories that she told about was a little boy who was a firefighter in 9-11. And I think he was four when he started talking. Yes. I mean, this isn't the Civil War or anything. Wow. Well, one of the kids. And came. Yeah. Yeah. And, and already back. Oh, huh? All these details. Well, her last book, uh, her last book is called um, Return from Heaven. And when she took it to, I think it was Portugal, they wanted to to rename the book, um, I came back for love, or um, from Love Sent Me Back, Love Sent Me Back, Mm -hmm. because this book is about children who reincarnated back into the same family, 
And Carol noticed it when she first started her research, but then she started noticing it more and more, how children were coming back into the same family and just how healing it was. And of course, how healing it was. And and so all, all kinds of stories about that. And I forgot what the question was. Well, I was yeah. just asking what what your podcast. Yes, yes. You know, the types of things that sounds yes. And I amazing. interviewed one um, person actually yesterday who's a medium here in Southern California, and an and astrologer also. And he grew up as a very intuitive child, and he talks about that and the hardships of that. And it's not going to be. It's not a parenting podcast. This is for really anyone who wants to explore the big questions in life and explore them through the lens of what our young children tell us. Um, I also have um, some parents on and possibly some children that talk about choosing their parents in heaven. I don't know if your listeners have any of them have read Wayne Dyer's book, A Memories of Heaven, but the stories that the children um, tell also about meeting past relatives. This is a, a great story too. So this little girl was born and when before she was born, her older sister had passed. She had gotten really sick and she had passed. Mm. And so the little, or little, little girl was born and there was a picture in the living room of her, of her sister, but she, they hadn't ever really mentioned it to her. I think she was two or three years old. And she went up to the picture and said, oh, that's, let's hear, the, Sally, you know, that's Sally. And her mom looked, was astonished. She said, well, how, you, you've never, how, how do you know this? She said, oh, I, I played with her before I came down from, before I came down from heaven. And these are mm-hmm. coming from little, little children. Right. Well, I would imagine, and I think, I can't remember who. I think I've talked about this a couple of times, but that by the time you turn, I don't wow, know, six, five, five ish, or six, right? right? Five or six, right. that those memories are pretty faded. Yeah. yeah. So what the pod? So how? Oh, I was just going to ask. So how is a mom? Like, what are the things that I would listen for, or what would you know if it's not like super obvious, right? That my kid is talking about a past life. What are some of the things that we can listen for that show us how intuitive our kids are before we, before the big, wide, scary world steals that from them? You mean when they're really young? Yeah. Well, you know, Tobin Hart talks about his little girl at four talking about her angel, um, yeah. invisible friends, um, seeing colors around. I think more than asking questions is it's just listening really carefully and opening up the conversation. I, I shouldn't say that. You should ask questions. I mean, that's what Wayne Dyer did when, when they sent out there. It was, do you remember what heaven was like and where you came from? But when children um, just open up about things that you feel like it's their imagination or if it's it, like it's their imagination or it just seems kind of crazy just take it in just listen really carefully to what they have to say and be be really present with them I, I thought about this a lot when you were um, going I knew you were going to ask me that question and Bruce Alderman another person I interviewed was talking about 
with the, with the very young or with children in general, you know, they, society picks out things that they like about the, the good parts of them. Right. And we, what we need to do is to, of course, really try to be present and really let them know we love them unconditionally, no matter what. And remember that this is a unique child. And not only are they here for us to teach them, but really for them to teach us the wisdom, the re remembering how beautiful it was to, to see the wonder and the awe in the world and to have quiet time and to be more present and to live, to live heart to heart. And I think the best, the best thing I can say is modeling, which is, you know, it's almost scary to say that because life is so crazy and we get so busy. And of course we can't always be the perfect, you know, the perfect person, but just look at, how you're living your life because the children see, you know, they see all of that. They see every single thing and they know when you're looking at them and you're upset or you're, and just sharing your feelings with them too, that you're not perfect and just opening up your hearts and sharing. But back to your question, just listening and not dismissing and um, being open to it and maybe sharing an experience that, that you've had like that. Mm -hmm. Right, because our kids say so many things, and I think I've shared with you and I've shared with you know anybody who follows me on Instagram. I have a five-year-old, so he's not yet jaded by the world. Yes, um, and some of the things that have just come out of his mouth about love and the heart and the heart's function, and it's just really always fascinating to me because it's so pure right. and it's so genuine. And I think even the other day I had an experience where I was not my proudest parenting <laughs> self. We all have those um, moments. And, you know, spent the entire day feeling really, really horrible about how I sent my children to school in the morning, kind of frantic and frazzled. And um, I came home and with like this whole plan, I was going to sit them down and we were going to have a talk about how mommy behaved yes. and the temper tantrum that mommy threw that I shouldn't have thrown and that um, I was so sorry and I hope that they could forgive me. And this was not a good example. I mean, I had planned. I'm this sure you did. Yeah. We've all <laughs> and I walked in the door and it was honestly, he was, it was like he, it never happened. Yes. And I know that he on some level as a psychologist, I'm thinking like, oh my God, like how is he decoding this in his little brain and what is this going to do to the future and the neurons? And, you know, I'm like thinking about people who I've heard speak and all this. And then I just was like, wow, kids are so forgiving. Yes. They're forgiving with each yeah. other. When they have these little squirmishes, it's like two minutes later, they're friends again. And I think, we should really be taking more lessons. Yes, from yes. And they're, once again, they're helping you remember. Remember your childlikeness. Remembering your, your, how you can forgive and you can go back to that place of, of purity and, and innocence once again and just to slow down and to be present. And you 
can help them remember just by, you know, just by acknowledging, acknowledging them, mm-hmm. acknowledging, uh, acknowledging that, what you just mentioned. Well, so amazing. I'm super excited to listen to your podcast. I know you and I have sort of become become friends through this process as you've moved towards like towards the launch or hopefully it will have launched at this time. So if my listeners are interested, which I hope they are, because this is actually a really kind of it's it's going to be pretty similar in a lot of ways. I mean, your focus is mainly going to be on kids yeah. and, and and can I just piece, say but where can, can they can I just say sure. one more thing yeah and um I I do want to say through all of my research and my journeys and connecting with my son I can say from my heart that I know that that life goes on, that love transcends death. I know it. I remember the beginning of this journey, and um, there was a guy who, anyway, he was very much in the field, and I remember asking him, but do you know? And he said, well, I, I don't know. but And it really kind of just broke open my heart. I just wanted to hear that, and that's that's what's been so beautiful about this journey. And I just want to share with people, whether they've lost a child or whether they're just curious, my journey too, because I can say from my heart that I know that there is, we will all go home. And this is just a school here that we're learning and our children are our greatest teachers. That's so beautiful and such a good sentiment. Yeah for for everybody and not just if you have children but children in general right. you know like we were all a child right, <laughs> we are all right. we are, we are we, all children <laughs> and we all have that in us somewhere absolutely. right so absolutely well marla thank you so much people can find your podcast i'm assuming anywhere podcasts are yes yes and we're okay. launching in november um interviews with innocence and you can go to my website, interviewswithinnocence.com. That should go live in the next few days. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Interviews with Innocence. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's how you can find me. Great. Well, thank you so thank much you, today. Thank you, Amy. I really... And good luck. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to hear yeah. how this unfolds well, for you because I know it's going to be fabulous. a great support. And I really appreciate it. Of course. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Curious about what comes next and what it all means? You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to podcasts and find life, death, and the space between and hit subscribe. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. Ask me any questions you might have. Let me know what else you'd love to hear about or just share your story. I can't wait to hear from you.